everybody. This is the Homeworkies Podcast, and I'm so excited to be here. We're talking about the second part of this Thanksgiving Day massive marathon event thing that they did, Thanksgiving week, and uh, at Hallmark. And we're talking about the uh, final four films of that uh, of that set. Uh, it's going to be really exciting. I'm Rachel, and I am joined today by the Hallmark and Jess of the Hallmark and Jess podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Jess. Hello, we're not. Hi. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exciting. Thank you so much. Welcome to Hallmark and Jess. We're taking oh, yeah. over. Sorry. Thanks for having us. It's yeah. A coup. Yeah. So you guys, uh, <laughs> well, you introduce yourself each individually, and then just tell us a little bit about uh, your podcast. I'm Mark. I'm the brains sure. of the operation uh, and the looks and. Uh, no, not really. I'm just I, I I just edit it together, and just does all the work. But uh, yeah, that's me. Yeah, I show up once a week and talk about Hallmark movies. So, <laughs> so how did you guys? How did you guys meet? How are you friends? Go ahead, Jess. Oh, uh, we Don't met on Facebook. <laughs> it was a hamster. It was we not met a on Facebook many, many years ago, back when it first started, uh, when it was only on college campuses. And we went to the same college. And it was back when you could like request friends. You didn't have to like, your profiles weren't private or anything yet. Oh, so yeah. um, we just, a very mm -hmm. OG Facebook. Like <laughs> we started that. And, um, We've known each other online since then, and I think we've met in person once or twice. <laughs> I think it's once. But we've think just, I think it's, yeah, well, there's, you know, there's some discussion <laughs> on that. Almost like and, a half uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, or only in one of our heads. Uh, <laughs> Mark the other night that I was robbing him. So That's maybe true. we met in his dreams. It felt real. Um, funny. Yeah. We have, have been online friends slash like texting friends for a really long time. And a couple years ago, uh, we started watching Christmas movies together from different states. <laughs> and we would just start them at the same time. And we would basically live tweet them, but in text message form to each other. Uh -huh. So this past April, he was like, you know what we should do? We should let other people listen to this because we're really funny. And he was right. <laughs> And so we started a podcast and Brilliant. people seem to like it. Yeah. That's so <laughs> But more importantly, we like it. So yeah. we keep doing it. <laughs> so it's keeping us going. So yeah. do, what does your family and friends think of this? Do they think you're just wacko or, or what? Uh, my mom, my mom listens. I don't know if your parents listen to us, but my mom. They listens. do not. They don't have the internet. <laughs> she, she might listen to this. My family doesn't listen to my podcast either. So don't feel bad. <laughs> She's fine. Oh, yeah. She yeah. she likes it. She likes listening to me. But mm -hmm. every once in a while she'll be mm -hmm. like, So I heard that story you said the other day. Oh, and, I know. We uh, have told some pretty interesting stories. Yeah. And I'm um, like, Yeah, my... that's pretty funny. So anyway, uh That wasn't yeah. true at all. My grandmother <laughs> thinks that uh we run a blog. So every week she's like, How's your blog going? And I'm like, It's going real good, Mimi. Yeah. <laughs> my aunt. Yeah is very she's probably the most supportive of my whole family my aunt she she's always commenting and listening and stuff so yay thank you kate for listening <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice shout out to aunt kate yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> and so this is a lot of fun i i found your podcast originally because we were doing a podcast about like spare movies 
and that was the original uh, focus wow. of the podcast was Lacey Chabert. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, a whole podcast just about Lacey Chabert. This is amazing. Yeah. And so I really <laughs> had fun with it. And uh, yeah, we became friends and, and there we go. And I got to be yeah. on your show. This was very yeah, fun. Good one. Oh, Christmas. Yes, list, we right? did have you on there. Yes. Yeah. That, that one was a good, a good one. one. Yeah. It was. So, it was cute. And I, 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 watching Lacey again the, during this thing was so nice. It was like, didn't it do your heart so good? School. Yeah, it wasn't Lacey, the best movie, but still, it was just nice to have Lacey back. Lacey and Alicia were both in yeah. this set. We just need Lindy Booth and to have everybody. I know yeah. all of our queens. Yeah, yeah. we just so. ended Alicia with so badly that I wasn't yeah. really looking forward to it. We well, really see, you started up. with her first movie, <laughs> and nobody's great coming out of the bag. Oh, oh, we you ended fin- with you it? finished. Okay, yeah. Oh, we finished movie. with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, that was her first. Well, we she started from the bottom, guys, and now she's here. Yeah, now so. she's here. <laughs> well, that's you know, also you never hit it out of the. You don't. Most people, That's you don't hit it out of the park your first time. So, so uh, if you listen to our first episode, nailed it perfectly. So <laughs> we have to start a Lacey Chabert movie. So this is very exciting. Uh, Pride, mm-hmm. Prejudice, and Mistletoe. And I was curious, a uh, couple things. Did you get to see the Christmas at Pemberley Manor from earlier yes, this season? I, I have not seen it, I but see it. I, I read some of the live tweets about it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, I think both of the attempts to brand as Austin, Pride and Prejudice, whatever, uh-huh. have been complete failures as far as the Austin. I was about to say, totally miserable, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, that one, it made no sense. Like, they just had the character names and character names. had no resemblance to the actual characters in the book at all. And in mm-hmm. this one, I think it's maybe even worse <laughs> as Wait, far as I, related say, I honestly didn't get any of it like no. and then they gender swapped the names which i was like okay i'm okay with that but like where is the rest of the story and i was like who it's is supposed there. to be is 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 carl wickham because i'm confused <laughs> <laughs> so pimberly manor was, like, was a pride and prejudice thing too yeah that it was darcy's Christmas family home yeah, okay like, i've never I, read was, this so i don't yeah, know darcy yeah, I mean yeah, that well, one. You didn't miss anything. So. They had like a little bit, but it was like Wickham was like the friendly mayor, and I'm like, what? Make any sense? Like, what is going on? Yeah, I know. I was like, I don't. You made the Bennett's brothers instead of sisters, and then I was like, which one is okay? <laughs> I'm just yeah. confused now. If you're working that hard to find the thread, you could have just like not called it Pride, Prejudice, and Mistletoe, and it would have still been fine. Yeah, so, they was- should have. Was George and Pemberley Manor, was he supposed to be like a bad guy or something like in the book? Or, well, no. Because I don't, I don't in know. Pemberley Manor, I mean, it makes my brain hurt. So gonna, in Pemberley Manor, he right. was, I think, more supposed to be Bingley, but then there was another character that was named Bingley. So it was a mess. So they just named him okay. George. <laughs> <laughs> and See, this Because I was on his side. He was great. Yeah, he was fun. But I, yeah, so just as far as the Austinizing terrible both of them were complete failures this one is actually technically based on another book called pride prejudice and mistletoe right which i did not like i didn't like the book they do make quite a few changes and i think they make it a tiny bit better um 
yeah. But um, what were your overall thoughts on this movie? What about you, Jess? I thought this movie was very cute. I was a fan of it. Uh, I am glad that um, my image of Lacey is not tarnished. I thought she did a fantastic <laughs> job. There is one part at the end that I was just like, what this was not a good choice but other than that i thought the movie was great so uh i was a fan yeah and what about you mark uh i i felt like it's pretty mediocre overall honestly uh if it hadn't had lacy i'd probably be a little more down on it but yeah it was just kind of you know as what it was paint by the numbers kind of and i don't know anything about pride and prejudice so it's just like i recognize those names kind of but who knows if it's relating to anything? It's not. It's not at all. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Not at all. Put that outside your mind. <laughs> Shouldn't uh, even be a factor. No. Uh, and yeah, so for me, I thought this movie had some positives. I thought that Brennan and Lacey were, were adorable and were mm-hmm. really cute. And they had a lot of cute little moments and they had pretty good chemistry. And I loved ex-boyfriend Carl. I thought he was very cute and I just enjoyed him. And yeah, there were some things I thought the dialogue was pretty good. Our friend Nina wrote this, adapted the book and she's good at writing dialogue. I think she, she does a good job with that. But honestly, I thought the movie was pretty boring. If I'm going to be honest, all the party planning was just not doing it for me. Yeah, I was like, what was that one where they're like planning the wedding the whole time and I'm uh, marrying Mr. T- Christmas or whatever. Oh, and it okay, like yeah, a wedding planning movie Christmas and I was just like, yeah, I was just, all right, yeah. let's go. There was really almost no well, conflict and the conflict that they had there was a, yeah. at the very end was very lame. Minimal. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, what, what food are we going to pick out for the party and what... And I, since it's not, I don't get to go to the party. It's not that interesting to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. kinda like, I'm kinda bored. Well, I thought it was interesting that they had him plan the party with her, even though he was the caterer. And yeah. I was like, I don't think that they usually do that in like, like these high party circus. I think there's usually definitely separate people that like fulfill all these roles. You so, stick to food, stay in your lane. Yeah. I mean, that's stay I in your lane. Right? I mean, I guess because they were having it at his restaurant, right? Or no, they weren't. No, yeah. they're having it at her family's house. At her house. Yeah, yeah, he was Ooh, literally no. just catering it. <laughs> and then he presented one idea to her mom, and she goes, that's a decent idea. You can plan it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's a way to go. That's a Mrs. Darcy's mother. Go for it. Like, well, and I was a little, I, happy. Yeah, I was a little clear of why she, Lucy, why Lacey was planning the, the party at all. She yeah. was just trying to help her mom. Probably. I think so. I well, because she came home from her job and she was worried that she was gonna be bored, or like she didn't want to think about her job because she didn't, she wasn't happy with it at the moment. So I think yeah. that her mom was like, "Here, I've got this thing you can help me with," and I think Lacey just dove right into it, and she's like, "Cool, something that's not about investment banking." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll do it. The apron was so hilarious. Yeah, it was the yeah, her apron was so cute. And I am glad that they utilized that later on in the movie when they did their classic baking scene. So yeah, it was baking. That it, worked we'll eat really it. well. Yeah. yeah, you'll eat it like with yeah. the Yule log spelling, right. which was great. <laughs> yeah uh, would you wear cute. that apron? and i was glad 
Every day, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Faux show. I have my, I was going to say, for my staged baking pictures, because my husband does all the baking, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Just, yeah. I literally oh, made him take a picture of me vacuuming one night, and I posed with the vacuum, <laughs> and I sent it to my family, and I was like, look, I did some chores. And my brother was like, that vacuum is not on. And I was like, how do you know? <laughs> So, oh my gosh, you scored in the marriage department, it seems. I had, he knocked it out of the park, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Steve's a good he man. won a prize with me. Um, that's what <laughs> oh, I you're turning it on to you. On the prize. But I'm definitely not upset about it. So. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, so, okay. Yeah, so there's all this party planning and there's all right. the shenanigans going back at her work. And I did yes. love the scene where she magically appears on the boardroom. On uh, video <laughs> conference. Yeah. She's like, yeah, just patch me into that. Yeah, it was, was great. Nice, uh, like an aggressive approach yeah. to take. And I was real proud yeah. of her. I was yeah. too. It was really funny. Yeah. They're like, so you think you, you can like take to see away? Lacey with a backbone. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was really funny. So what did yeah, you think? Her of- partners were real awful to her. Yeah, they were terrible. But of course, they're kept- stockbrokers. They work in New York. They have to be terrible. <laughs> exactly. They're just bad people. <laughs> I don't know why she went with them in the first place. I think she was trying to transform them, and she was not successful. Yeah. So mm. did, you got to know guys- when to hold them. Yeah. Did you guys see that Twitter thread? It was so funny. Uh, the the guy saying, as a as a um, as a professional businessman in New York, my greatest worry is my girlfriend. Yes. Running off, <laughs> running off to a small town and someone teaching her the meaning of Christmas. <laughs> I love that. that I think so someone funny. said that to me. Yeah. Because my friends have started sending me memes about Hallmark now. And they're like, hey, did you buy this sweatshirt that says this is my Hallmark movie watching sweatshirt? And I'm like, no. But a seven of you have sent it to me. So I'm glad that everyone knows yeah. what I do now with my free time. Yeah. So. Yeah, basically, if you live in New York City, you can only be a good person if uh-huh. you run a parade or <laughs> some other kind of. You, maybe if you work in a department store, you might be uh-huh. a yeah. person. You window you, director, decorator has yeah. a chance. <laughs> your window That's decorator. True. Yeah. Or if you're in the other arts that. or something. I was about to say, I honestly don't know how you can be a good person in New York. I mean, you gotta work really hard at it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's rough. It's really hard. You know, the city it's just kills you. So mm-hmm. oh, literally, yeah. <laughs> like people but, have died there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like it was probably in a way a good choice to not not embrace the Pride and Prejudice part at all, even though it's in the title, because I just mm-hmm. don't see Lacey Chabert fitting a Darcy character at all. So, oh, like, Darcy, no. Right? Like, she's not the character, she's not the actress to play the prideful kind of, mm-hmm. you know, that's just not her. And so, I, I think it was a good choice by Nina and the other screenwriters to kind of just to move away from that. Let her be her. Yeah. Yeah. But, because, like, did you ever see the other Boleyn girl? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. I'm so, like, did you feel like, 
I know. I have a, I have a point. I promise you. Okay, good. So did you feel like in that movie, like, so um, Natalie Portman is a natural brunette and yes. Scarlett Johansson is a natural blonde. And uh-huh. I felt it was lazy screen casting to <laughs> cast Natalie Portman as Anne Boleyn just because she's a brunette and Scarlett Johansson as the sister just because she's blonde. Because normally their personalities are totally switched. Like, I think yeah. that Scarlett should have been Anne. And I think that Natalie should have been the sister and that was I was still young when that came out I was I think in college and so I was just like that's lazy and I didn't like put any thought into it and then later Mm -hmm. in life I was like oh maybe they wanted to step outside their comfort zones and that was kind of what that was about but it's like if you try and cast Lacey as a mean or like super aggressive type it's just you're not gonna get what you wanted out of that it it doesn't play so yeah I completely agree with you about the other balloon yeah. girl and about Lacey. Uh, yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like at I best, have no idea what's can, going on. At best, she can, play, she can play Caddy, obviously. We know that from Mean Girls. Yeah, she yeah. can. Yes. I mean, that but was... That's different than Prideful. Uh-huh. And Black she, Christmas. She was very Caddy in that, too. Oh, was she? I haven't mm-hmm. seen that. She was just fabulous. You don't, don't, don't ever watch it. <laughs> Please don't. don't. We would Nobody. never wish that upon anyone. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, I did like little, there were little cute moments. Like, I thought, as ridiculous as it was, when she's refusing to get help with the Christmas trees, and then it's like Christmas dominant. Uh, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, you deserve that, Miss <laughs> Just Darcy. Jess, were you as upset it- as I was that she couldn't <laughs> yeah, well, deadlift that tree? Okay, Steve goes, can't she just pick that thing up on her shoulder? And I was like, She's yes, she can. <laughs> have we you have seen no evidence of it? Yeah. Have you seen the tree that saved Christmas, Rachel? I have not. I need. You to. need to watch well, that one. It's you ridiculous. It is amazing. And she <laughs> very high up on my rankings of our favorite Lacey movies of all time. It yeah. made it all the way to number four because I put it. <laughs> because so you forced high, it up there. I completely <laughs> skewed everything. That but, movie is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, <laughs> That's she hilarious. Grabs a tree, throws it over her shoulder, goes down like it down ten flights of stairs or elevator. Yeah. It down the Straight to a cab. I mean, so, I guess that was her sort of version of pride. Is that is I that guess. she yeah she want any help? Yeah, that's with true. The yeah. Trees. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, you deserve every one of those dominoes for being so ridiculous. <laughs> and, yes. uh, it was pretty funny. Also. Um, Because I was talking to my mom about it, too. And I was like, I really don't see the Pride and Prejudice in here at all. And she was like, well, she didn't want any help. But she also didn't want people to uh, judge her, I guess. Or, like, preconceive that she was lazy because she was working for her father. Like, she wanted people to judge her on her own merits. And I was like, that is reaching kind of deep. But (laughs) I appreciate it, Mom. And I will write that down. (laughs) Yeah, that was a thing that's true that you often see Uh in movies where the the people are afraid that they'll be judged because they're rich or whatever and i Mm. honestly like they'll be you know that i honestly don't really think that's a thing especially because most people Mm -hmm. that are rich hang around with other people that are rich and so the, the, the judgment is not as uh and not as crippling as people uh, people mm-hmm. in movies make it seem but i i mean i could kind of understand that i i worked for my 
my dad for many years uh, and or for he was this president of the company i worked for the company so it wasn't technically working for my dad but anyway worked mm-hmm. with my dad for many years and it has its pluses and its minuses <laughs> um and definitely when i was really young i had this idea of like oh i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna I'm not going to work for Grabber. It's our family. It was our family company. That's terrible. You know, that's no good. But I realized once I finished school that you kind of have to you work where you get a job, like you, especially in this economy. Exactly. Yeah. Build up your yeah. skills. <laughs> you, because everybody just is kind of dependent on their connections of who they know and who mm-hmm. can help them get a job. And unless you're super lucky, and you know you you are able to mm-hmm. apply now, hiring kind of a thing or you work for the government, then I think you end up working through connections that you know. <laughs> yeah. For most yeah. of us. So, but well, anyway. She did work for her dad for a while. And she yeah. said she just always felt like no one thought that she was any good at her job. And so she struck out on her own, which is admirable. And look what happened to her. Right. She ended up in New York. (laughs) I know. I don't know that this is the best course of action that she's ever embarked upon. So she comes back to the fold, listeners. Don't you worry. (laughs) So who do we think is is the more dapper dresser? Carl or uh, Luke? Who do do you like? Carl. Yes, right? 100%. Um, New York has been kind to him in the fashion department. Did you look at all the patterns in his scarf and his vest the first time we see him? He's got like such a lot going on. And I was was like, like, good job. There's like a waistcoat in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. I was like, good job, wardrobe department. They they crushed it. Yeah. No, I was a fan. I was a fan. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I was <laughs> and I, and then she, it was kind of funny because I thought Carl looked quite a bit like her brother, which was sort of weird. <laughs> oh no. I was like, that's strange. Well, okay. I was about to say there is a cousin thing going on, but that's in a, a later movie that we're going to discuss. So I'll get <laughs> yeah. there. I'll get there. Um, uh, I did enjoy the laugh lines on Luke. Like the laugh lines were carved so deep in him that you could see them even when he wasn't smiling and it just made him always look kind of happy. So I did like that. He just looked like he was enjoying life. Yeah. He has a very juicy smile. There's no doubt about it. Brendan Benny. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I love, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I loved the scene when they were uh, in the uh, restaurant kitchen and he's uh-huh. like, making his hazel chestnut whatever pies. Yes. And, chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he starts like jamming out to Jingle Bell Rock or something. Like that. Christmas <laughs> like, song? Yeah. yeah. It was great. It was great. <laughs> Always dancing to Christmas it was. songs. Yeah. It was. It was super cute. And I love that they had that baking scene between the two of them. I thought that was adorable. I love it when they bring baking into a Lacey movie. I think at this point, Hallmark realizes that if they have a Lacey movie without baking, people will revolt. Yeah. So yeah. In the street. they have it's to be right. minding the live <laughs> tweets because when yeah. she bakes, good things happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. That's all I, I have to so. say about that. So yeah, it was, those, those were some of the highlights and mm-hmm. the ending was a little bit of a groaner with him, like overhearing the, the conversation between right. Carl and 
uh lucy yeah. and him like you know storming off or i'm like i'm so tired of that trope let's move on <laughs> it happens so much it's ridiculous yeah like could you not just stand there for 17 seconds longer like, yeah did you have to high foot like it out of there like just yeah. let the girl finish speaking like come on like, if you're gonna eavesdrop yeah. eavesdrop totally okay like I just don't like conflict when literally a two sentence conversation can resolve it. You know, Could it's just fix like, it? exactly. Yeah. and then they're like always like immediately making huge life changing decisions after seeing it. They're like, oh you know God, what? I yes. will take that job in three states over. Like, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, <laughs> I have completely restructured my father's company, but now it makes yeah. more sense. And also, I'm going to be Carl's boss. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah, that was, quite the, that was quite the changes. She's like, Dad, I'll work for you, but you have to do this, and you have to do this, and you have to do this, this, this like, and this. It yeah. was great. And it he just good. goes, you know what? That's a great idea, honey. Where do I sign? And I was like, thank you, Dad. Thank I feel you. like her dad has been the villain in a lot of the mystery movies. And so I was always a little bit suspect of him. But he was fine. It was just me, like, carrying over from some... I know I've seen him as a villain. No, it's not the mystery movies. He was the... He was... Had a terrible part in The Good Witch, where he... Oh, Abigail's dad, and he was trying to con her, like emotionally manipulate her, and con her out of all of this money, and open a bank account in her name. He was a bad dad, so that's what I'm carrying. Oh, bad dad! (laughs) Because I love the good witch. That's tough. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's tough. Anyway, so it is because when you see when you see an actor that has played such a pivotal part to you previously, you're just like, can I see you as someone else? And it, it's hard. It came um, honestly, this movie just was kind of boring. I just couldn't really get into the party planning. It was just not uh, enough for me. And so I, I gave it 2.9 crowns out of five. Uh, and I have five. it at okay. 53 respectable. in my ranking. 53 out of 75. So y'all are ranking like all of your movies this year? That I'm just doing it. That's oh, okay. So out of five, how many crowns would you give it, Jess? Um, okay. I liked it more than both of you. Um, and I think it's probably <laughs> just because it was a lacy movie. And I really did feel like she moved it along. Um, it was pleasant to watch. And I was missing Lacey in my life. Um, <laughs> and so I'm going to give it, I say like 3.5 out of five. Okay, good. So, nice, nice. What you, Mark? Yeah, I like the chemistry I, between them. Yeah. And sorry, Mark, I'm still talking. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm used to. Uh, I thought they had some really cute, really cute <laughs> little scenes. Now, the only thing I have to say about the end, real quick here, is they planned this entire charity party, and like the proceeds were going to go to the youth center. Like that's why they planned this whole party. Uh-huh. And at the end, they made the kids serve dinner <laughs> at the <laughs> charity ball, and I, yeah. and they were like. Oh, you can't. You can't forget about that because it was horrifying. Um, (laughs) But they were like, this is how the kids want to show their gratitude. And I was like, by serving rich people? Like, it was a little icky for me. Wasn't there some kind of storm or something? 
Wasn't there some kind of storm or something that, yeah, yeah. that kept the servers? There was a storm and all the other servers were booked. And so the kids just did it. I was like, <laughs> and like they were talking about how the kids were going to serve dinner as they were having makeup artists get them ready for the party. And it was just like a real dichotomy for the yeah. kids. There. That's but very other true. than that, still three and a half out of five, Lacey. That's great. <laughs> well, Mark, what about you? All right. I. I- Oh, thank you. God, thank you so much. Um, You're welcome. It was very middle of the road for me. And like, so I would normally put it two and a half, but since it's Lacey, bumps it up another half. Got to go three. Great. Okay. All right. A little better. She makes everything. We're right in line with each other, I feel. So nothing too wacky. All right. So next we're going to talk about Christmas Everlasting. This is the Hallmark Hall of Fame for, for the holidays. And this is based on the book by Marie Boswick called The Second Sister. I did get a chance to read the book and I do have one major complaint about the adaptation. Uh, but basically this story is about this woman uh, named Lucy who is working in the city. So, you know, uh, she's that's not terrible. a good choice. Yeah. But she she has uh she has a sister uh who has kind of special needs because of an accident that she uh, had when she was 20 and she gets a call and finds out that her sister has passed away she has to go back to wisconsin to this town and she finds out that her sister has put in her will that she has to live in the house in order to maintain ownership of the house for four weeks and meanwhile she meets her sister's attorney who was her old flame named peter and (laughs) sparks fly and they uh they find a revelation about uh her sister alice's past that she had a daughter named Maeve, and uh and then there's also the uh quitting quilting group from (laughs) <laughs> oh you mean you mean the coven of witches <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the coven of witches because yes. i have things to say about them yeah i do too but please uh, continue okay please. so that's basically the plot the thing <laughs> about this movie is in the book oh my god in the book she is working on a political campaign like there's this politician that she really mm. believed in and she got him to like city council and she got him to to be like governor and then she's now he's become he's been elected president right and so like okay. that's such a more you could totally understand Compelling. why somebody would be like that's something that's like passionate and something as opposed to just become some corporate stooge first of all so that's more interesting secondly if you have the opportunity to have a president in your movie and you have dennis habert in your cast how can you not have him play the president i mean oh that's true he's one of the most iconic presidents in tv history in 24 playing president palmer I was just like, well, what? <laughs> it's like, right. It's a strange choice you've made, Hallmark. Yes. Yes. And I'm sure they didn't want to get into politics and stuff, but I was like, oh, poor decision. Poor decision. Uh-huh. Yeah, but missed opportunity. Anyway. Even so. so, I thought this movie was fantastic. It's so good. This cast I was so good. I loved it. 
so much. I was so pleased that they gave the Hallmark Hall of Fame movie to one of the minority casts this year. Uh-huh. I thought it was yeah. such a great step forward for Hallmark in general and like the world at large. I was just really into it uh-huh. and I was not disappointed. It was so good. Everyone should watch it. I liked it. I was, there were things, I was a little more mixed on it than you guys for sure. But I did, in the end, like it. I was on the um, uh-huh. uh, the Lifetime Uncorked podcast for this week, for this movie, and I in the, they have a, do you put a cork in it or do you pour it out? And I ended up pouring it up. And because I I did, in the end, I thought there were more positives than negatives in then, it. I did enjoy it. Right. So. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and as far as the diversity goes, they have done, in fairness, they have done Hallmark Hall of Fames in the past that have had mm-hmm. African-American casts. Uh, there's movies like, I think it's called Firelight with Cuba Gooding Jr. There's a, you know, there was an old classic called The Piano Lesson, which, with a, which is based on, a, um, I think, a Tennessee Williams play. I could be wrong on that. But anyway, there are some Hall of Fames. But as far as the Hallmark Channel, oh, okay. and as far as it being a romance... A romantic mm-hmm. story they've yeah. never really done it and so this is very exciting and i i think the cast was great in this film and i really yes. think that mm-hmm. tatiana lee was up for the challenge of the oh. segments yeah i she really got me she was awesome like she played like every emotion like and she just made you feel it like i yeah. felt it yeah 100 yeah. percent it, it was yeah. a real bummer right away just like man ah come out <laughs> the mean, gate with just sad stuff yeah like all up in your feels like oh, yeah man. yeah so it was really funny so they when i first saw the casting i was like i know who that peter is i know who that guy is oh my gosh and i realized that he play he was a very memorable supporting character on the cosby show Andre Whitfield played this character named Robert, uh, mm. who was a boyfriend of Vanessa's on the Cosby show. And there's a really memorable scene of Cliff sitting there with two apples. And he's like, were you this close to my daughter? Were you this oh, close? Yeah. Moving up closer and closer and closer. Oh, Until okay. finally he's, he's like, they're touching. He's like, yes. And then he puts them on top <laughs> apples. And then the oh it's like, no. oh man i was so excited i was like yay robert from (laughs) still acting that's so fun yeah without people uh, posting that i would have never known who that was yeah no i didn't know that that i was excited so way to go and i thought they had pretty good chemistry do you like their chemistry I yeah. I did. I, yeah. When I first like saw him, I was like, you know, he's not. He doesn't have like the laugh lines or like the classic like Hallmark leading man looks that I'm used to. But the more that I watched him, the more that I liked him, and I liked yeah. him with her. So yeah. I thought that they together did a great job. Yeah. So my it was favorite a very part good. Of, sorry, go ahead. No, no. I just my favorite part of the movie was like probably the little scenes in like the ice house and stuff like that. Like the oh my god, that place was better decorated than my apartment like (laughs) it had more amenities like just because there's a hole in the ground where fish come out of sometimes i would take it like there were christmas trees and christmas lights and a stove and a couch and like you could have a conversation comfortably and i was like man this place is amazing it's like a tiny home on a lake that's covered in ice 
So it's very, very, I, very cozy. I enjoyed it. Yeah. If you like love Christmas so much that you could decorate your ice fishing hut, like what is your life like? I would like to know. Like it's maybe a good we life. could be friends. I know. <laughs> My question about the ice huts is the when it melts, are they just like on like stilts or something? Like how how does it work? I think they pull them off, probably. Oh, they could move them off? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. well, they have to. I yeah. don't know. I don't know any, I don't know why I'm speaking about ice fishing like I have any sort of authority. <laughs> I lived in Texas for most of my life, so I think it, I, I don't I don't know. I'm just guessing here, but I think it's on kind <laughs> of like just like planks or something and you can just okay. pull it off of there. I just I don't know, like right in. I don't know. Okay, yeah, let us know in the comments if you educate know. us. Oh, please. Yes, exactly. Please tell us everything you know about ice fishing. <laughs> We clearly need some pointers. <laughs> so the main the main dramatic thrust of the movie is that her sister got in this accident because she was coming to get her coming to get Lucy on a on a mm-hmm. wintry night, and uh, mm-hmm. so she because she had caused this accident in her mind caused this accident upon her sister and her sister was like super accomplished great at the violin great at all this stuff and so she she felt like she had ruined her sister's life and every time she would Mm -hmm. see uh see peter she would feel like she would remember and she would feel bad so that's why she had to leave Uh and i especially that scene uh, when she first oh, she, she acknowledges that bridge. to Peter under the bridge, I thought that was a very effective uh-huh. scene. I was definitely tearing up for sure. I love that. Well, so Peter to me in that scene, this is a great scene, by the way. Everyone should watch it. Yeah. In that scene, he acted like a little surprised that she felt so guilty, and I'm like, Peter, like she was at your house when her sister got in an accident like why are you so surprised that she pulled away from you like I couldn't understand how he could not see it but you could tell that Peter was so much more well adjusted like emotionally than Lucy and he showed it and like he was just like a prime candidate like to show everyone else in the Hallmark universe like how therapy can be beneficial for you because he's clearly had some so like he's talking about forgiveness forgiving yourself like and you know the maybe you should accept what you have and not yearn for things that people think you should have and i was just like man but like, it's also not his sister like it's not gonna be the yeah. same right. for him versus her right. because even if she hadn't had anything to do with it at all she still might have uh-huh. found some way to internalize it as her fault and because that's just and associate that entire town with her sister yeah, so yeah that's why would you way... want to come back to the scene of this tragedy you know yeah because people absorb things different and people and I, you know it's not like she had been a horrible person to her sister she had like she had the ticket ready she had had her to new york many times she just couldn't uh you know they were she ready to go to, to the nutcracker talk to her a lot so she wasn't a horrible sister, and that does no. some of my negatives about the movie. I thought that that quilting group was the worst thing to ever exist. I hated <laughs> it so much, especially the one with the black hair. I was just like, what? Oh, Rinda, the one who was, like, real upset about everything? Like, she was so rude and so cold, and, like, she does not have to have you in her life at all. Like, you were a friend of her sister's fine mm-hmm. and it did feel a little bit weird that 
there was a little bit of sort of tokenism a little bit like oh friends of alice we're gonna make her our you know like she's our black friend and it was a little weird uh-huh. yeah. but um but even then even putting that aside i just thought like who are you to judge how somebody else grieves like yeah you're just and, the worst and the, they're act they're so mad at her they're like you never talked to her and she talked to her all the time i yeah. didn't understand she did, why a lot. Mad at her even if well, she didn't no talk to her it's really not appropriate to yeah. say those kind of things when you're kind of superimposed just- yeah yourself on on the the family like that's true because what i do like about the friends of alice though like i mentioned before is that when they first met her um at the actual funeral they presented themselves they were standing in a straight line they're all wearing (laughs) black and they were like we're the friends of alice and i was like you're her witch's coven (laughs) i'm sorry are you saying that alice was like your like your like patron saint of like wiccan yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to get this straight here and like they have an acronym it's like FOA and I was like well, are they, they like a registered like sect yeah well and they uh, they change it to FOL later in the movie and it's oh, like you guys are I did not care no I was mad and I'm that like so weird you guys are adults was... you don't need a club name like what's going on yeah. well and also why... I was like the fact that they named themselves Friends of Alice and people knew them as that, in my mind, made Alice seem a lot less mentally stable than it seems like she was. It sounds like they were, like, taking her on as their charitable cause. Yeah. And Alice was doing fine. Yeah. Like, she volunteered yeah. in an animal shelter. Like, she changed the bylaws of the town. Like, yeah. she made all these quilts she searched for her daughter like it wasn't like she had mental problems she just was a little slower like physically yeah. and, and to have and if you're a doing group that, that's called friends of alice it makes it sound like there she is special needs yeah if, and if you're doing that to honor her like we're friends of alice we love alice she's awesome and then another person comes in she's like we'll change the name yeah. immediately forget you alice we're done exactly <laughs> you can still oh. be friends of alice just bring in oh lucy and well, you should all still be friends of Alice because Alice is still present among you. Like she yeah. lives on in your hearts. Like, right. come on, people. Um, question also about the timeline because we haven't talked about Maeve at all yet. Um, but so, if twenty years ago, when Alice had her car accident, are we assuming that she was pregnant or that she'd already put Maeve up for adoption? She'd already put Maeve up for adoption when okay. she was 20 it wasn't 20 years ago it was when oh she was okay because i was very confused about that they never yeah. really nailed that timeline down because yeah. mave herself looked like she was about 17 at most yeah no, i was gonna say like maybe. 14 i'd say it's somewhere in there yeah yeah so she placed she, she was gonna tell her and then there was the accident everything right. like that that night and she mm-hmm. places the baby up for adoption and i but she still has sounds like some kind of contact at least through an attorney or something like peter knew about it Well, it sounds like maybe she was looking for mave like because she'd made her all these quilts and like she was going through peter and i don't know if they had finally found her or what but she'd never met her he might have been the lawyer that handled the adoption yeah that could be because yeah. i'm the first time that I, she paid a, him a hundred dollars and a goldfish yeah sure <laughs> for that for handling the adoption their thing oh, that was no, very confusing was is 15 at that point yeah, oh yeah you're right he wouldn't that's be true yeah but um 
but she had done he done some work for her but the like he'd obviously done her will and stuff like that but um right uh but it was really weird how they had a different actress playing her as whatever 17 uh-huh. whatever that was because she looked the same age as Tatiana and Lee to me like she did not look like a teenager yeah. and i Tatiana thought that was Lee i was like who well. is this what like they could have i think made tatiana look young because she has a young face i feel like yeah young face mm-hmm. uh, but i thought she looked fantastic in this movie oh she was beautiful for sure was on point that yeah. new york style came back with her to wisconsin i appreciated that um but yeah her makeup was always good her hair always yeah. looked great she looked on point so i was also completely not interested in the save the mchenry's whatever that store was i did not care about that plot line at all and they're always building Jeez. condos. Would you stop yeah, with the condos? They literally are condos are not that bad. <laughs> condos are what the I, worst word. It's like the most dirty word in all of Hallmark. I know. It's like a four-letter <laughs> word to Hallmark. Yes, um, what I did appreciate is the fact that she got to use her legal expertise to yeah. help. So That's I did true. appreciate that, and it gave her a reason at the end to come back home and, like, take up, like, put her shingle out with Peter, like, yeah. so that was but, good. We got to see, like, true. an example of how her legal mind saved the town. But, like, those flyers that they put up were very reminiscent of saving the clock tower from Back to the Future. <laughs> that is immediately what it put me in mind of. It literally looked like they were voting to save that clock tower. Like, they were donating money for it, so. That's true. But- I, I have a problem with the whole setup for the, the will part in the first place where she's like, mm-hmm. I have to stay in this house to get this house or else it's going to go to the animal shelter. I'm like, that sounds animal great. Shelter. Let's donate it. I'm going to sell this instead. Let's she doesn't want to like keep it. Yeah, just give it to the say, animal why shelter. Why on earth did she stay in the house for four weeks if she was planning on selling it anyway? Yeah. Get yourself back to New York and well, start your promotion, girl. Yeah, I mean, I guess she would have lost when she's starts the movie she's a selfish city person remember and so when she yeah. finds out she's gonna lose all of that income that she would have gotten from selling the house yeah so wait the four weeks and then she could get all that income just, it just seemed like a strange wanted? i think so yeah oh i did not get that from her yeah. but you're right but there was also a little bit of guilt from Bar- uncle barney saying oh it's been in the family so long right. let yeah. it go whatever so. Yeah, well, but it was it was a stretch. It was a stretch <laughs> for her to say, "Yeah, I'll definitely risk my job promotion and stay here for weeks and then sell it anyway." Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. And I did love but that she clearly has a change of heart. So. Yeah. Well, and Peter is like the ultimate Hallmark good lawyer because lawyers usually are terrible. Yes. And there yeah. was the the the, the other real estate the guy. Real estate guy. Oh my gosh, he was, was so was funny. Awful. <laughs> it was so. Oh. Like had his feet like on the desk his like he's... three dogs yeah. i loved it oh, it was so it. funny i was like this guy is like satan himself a caricature <laughs> yes it's like awful. he was trying to connect with her and be like look i'm a person i have three dogs they're in my christmas card and then he's like i can get you half a million dollars for that we're gonna knock it down don't you worry pretty lady and i was like what <laughs> is wrong with you (laughs) i think he had like a dual personality he was hilarious but the thing that's so funny about these hallmark movies is it's like this is a small town in wisconsin you're not you're telling me you can't find any other land 
anywhere to build your condos. (laughs) You have to build them right here. Exactly. (laughs) Well, it's so small a town that it makes you wonder how Peter could take her on as a partner. Like, do they really need two of them? Like, how many clock towers do they need to save? (laughs) I mean, I'm not sure that he even is, like, willfully, gainfully employed. He, he, he's well, like, really, he's he's doing ice skating lessons yeah. like every Wednesday at twelve thirty, oh, yeah, so and he ice fishes like twice yeah. a day. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what's you know what going to happen there. About this movie? I really appreciated though that her assistant in New York was white, and his assistant, his law firm, was white because it totally yeah. flipped script on the quirky work best friends mm-hmm. um and i just appreciated that like yeah. i i like the way that they handle like yeah the That's cast true. and the minorities yeah. it just it was really well done so i was a little bit irritated by the fact that patty labelle is is put on the poster <laughs> of this movie like yeah. she is yeah, she's a major star and her job was literally to open the door and say hey welcome to the party <laughs> like, <that's> <laughs> Yeah, bacon, cookies. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was singing? expecting way really? more of her. Yes, yes. She and the thing been... is, I did make a note of this. I enjoyed the music in this movie. They really yeah. spent some money on the classics. Yeah. It's like there's Bing Crosby, there's Nat King Cole. Uh-huh. Why did they not have Patti LaBelle sing? <laughs> I just can't fathom <laughs> it. And I did not appreciate that she wasn't trying to hawk any of her pies. I was expecting her to bring one right out and be like, eat this Patti LaBelle pie. <laughs> I was ready for it. Does and she have pies? She has a line of pies. Oh man! Like, look it up. Patty Labelle sells the <laughs> the crap house and pies. So, well, doesn't she? Don't quote me on that. Um, it is some famous well, singer that has show. pies. I'm she has a cooking sure show she too. Has a line of man, pies. she's on fire. Yeah, yeah, I think she has like a diabetic friendly cooking show, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah. Go well, that's why she it, wasn't in there very much. She's got a ton of stuff to do. <laughs> She's got an empire to run, guys. You can't be in a movie all the time. But this is a trend in a lot of TV movies where they will have some, they will advertise some gimmick. Yeah. Like in the the Lifetime, uh, I think it was called The Christmas Inn with Tia Mowry. They advertise it as like sister, sister reunion, like so exciting, even though it's oh, her, uh-huh. it's not uh, Tamara. But they advertise, oh, Jack Kay is going to be in this and Tim Reed as her parents. Like this is just, it's going to be so exciting. And they were literally in the movie for like, <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe, maybe five minutes, maybe uh, of the whole movie uh, with them wow. just like vacationing and saying, hi, daughter, how are you doing? You know, it's like, ah, <laughs> it was very annoying yeah but, but anyway but my my main thing was i just thought that the whole McHenry's thing was boring and i thought that the quilters were the worst i hated them and but oh. other than that I, I enjoyed it i thought it was moving and oh, i thought man. it had a nice heart it to it so moving i cried multiple times and i loved it when Maeve showed up at the end and they had this really heartwarming connection where lucy got to show her all of the quilts that her mother had quilted for her over the years and it was just like and got me right in the right in the feels hallmark like you knew what you were doing the Maeve stuff i really appreciated because like they presented in a way like as an adopted person, I we're not we don't all handle it the same. Some of us yeah. are like mad, and some of us are you know 
don't want to don't care about anything like that mm-hmm. and if but like me like I would just kind of like to know something so when yeah. she came in and she was like all happy to meet everybody I feel like that's how I would be if I mm-hmm. went and met you know my mm-hmm. birth family and stuff I, so I, I like the you know they're presenting that side instead of just being like the you know she's an angsty teen or something that you know was treated yeah, I, so I don't know she's a well-adjusted kid who just is interested in her family and yeah it's right in it was real nice you know what i also really appreciated is that when she finally does meet lucy lucy goes oh so your parents kept your name and i'm like thank you they are her parents like i know that alice was her birth mom but like these are the people that raised you and she's full of that so i really enjoyed that crowns would you give this one jess five Five out of five. I I have to say that um, I'm a recent Hallmark convert. Like, Uh me and Mark started last year with, like, the the live tweeting each other through our phones and everything. And I've watched them before, but never with the intensity that I have the past two years. (laughs) So I um, haven't seen a lot of Hallmark Hall of Fame movies. But this one, compared to the ones I'm used to watching, was so good. And it got me so good. And it just was, like everything i wanted it's just a great movie like it wasn't even hallmark to me it was just a good movie <laughs> good great mm-hmm. what about you Mark? i loved it hold on we gotta make sure jess is done okay oh, I'm I'm go- Thank you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah five i'm going five for sure I-, I loved it i thought it was great uh, this is uh, so exciting i i thought all the cast everyone was good i didn't i i liked the coven of witches more than y'all did but still i oh i like them i like yeah. them i like that they were a coven of witches i'm just glad they were there that that little girl with that mouse toboggan hat thing i was like oh that is the cutest kid i've ever seen in my life what is that hat will that hat make yeah. me that adorable i don't know i have to find one and you try don't it. even know you're gonna have to try it you're gonna have to amazon prime that <laughs> yeah but yeah it was it was great everybody wow. was great. good job all right well I give it 3.25 crowns uh, just because I didn't like the McHenry stuff. And I, I thought that was kind of boring and I did not like <laughs> the quilting girls. I thought they were the worst. So that's where I, I have it. enjoyed the revolution of their relationship with Lucy from the beginning to the end. Yeah. Um, I and I did that. really like the pregnant one. I thought she was a great actress. I, I appreciated her. Mm-hmm. So cool ranking for christmas everlasting is number 36 i have it just after all of my heart wedding and before the garage sale mystery it was cute it was cute (laughs) so the next one is christmas on honeysuckle lane this is a movie about a woman named emma who comes back to her family home to celebrate christmas with her siblings after her parents have died and uh, she's been away uh i don't know if it's new york but it's the city so she, she needs reformation right. like all these um and uh Obviously. so the plan is to sell this big house on uh, that they that her parents have always lived in and so it's her and her siblings that are having this christmas and she finds this batch of letters uh from her from this mysterious man named rj uh to her mother uh it's not her father and so she tries to research and find out who this rj is and uh along the way she gets help from this antique appraiser i guess dealer but yeah and 
yeah named morgan and uh they end up falling in love and it's very exciting and and we find out that uh that rj had ended up marrying one of her one of her friends basically and uh one of her mom's friends is very sweet and this is really interesting because both colin ferguson and alicia wett are i think are both known for their comedies and their comedic talents mm-hmm. more than their dramatic talents and so i thought this was a really odd pick for them yeah. but i did think they were really cute they were definitely the best thing about the movie in my opinion i thought they had really nice chemistry and they were really oh you're so incorrect it's amazing <laughs> how wrong you are i, 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 thought, I, I thought they were fine too yeah i, I like them hated together. this movie Oh, and they were the, the weird chemistry was the worst thing about it. Oh, oh no, I, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Oh. I'm not a huge. Fan. I will be the devil's advocate in this situation. <laughs> oh. uh, okay, good, great, I love it. Yes, for me, uh, I thought that there were some interesting things about the movie. I, I thought that the story of with the the RJ and the letters didn't go exactly the way that I expected it to um uh-huh. it was pretty yeah. boring but it was yeah a little Agreed. interesting <laughs> it, was, I, it was it was kind of unnecessary i didn't i was about to say i felt it was a hundred percent unnecessary i get <laughs> that it was like to showcase that like their perfect fairy tale marriage the mom and dad wasn't yeah. as like you know cookie cutter as everyone had always assumed but i feel like they probably could have done that in a different way i didn't feel like this whole like mystery into the letters had yeah. anything to do with the rest of the movie at all <laughs> it wasn't my so. favorite but i did like the moment when they actually meet the the rj's wife i thought that was sweet uh-huh um well i thought it was nice that they actually already knew her and she didn't think it was like a scandal at all and she's like of course i'll explain it to you honey i'm so glad you asked and like here emma was thinking it was like this big thing and and mrs jacobs was like oh hon let's have some tea (laughs) let me just spill it for you don't even worry about it so i like that yeah but i did not like about that was that morgan was involved in every single aspect of her family christmas the last family christmas they're ever gonna have at this house and he inserted himself into every part of it he decorated the tree he met the kids he went to the attic he pulled out the decorations he found the letters and i'm like oh my god what is wrong with you like is he stalking them (laughs) but that's been happening a lot lately I, I mean, guess. yeah, I can see that. That's a valid point. He is kind of o- overeager. Uh, but yes. I don't know. I, I thought that there were cute scenes, like when they do the snowman building contest. Oh, there were cute. Like yeah, when they're good. like getting hot cocoa. And and I thought they, I really did think they had nice chemistry. I thought they brought what funny was possible out mm-hmm. because they are comedic yeah. actors. And, uh, but for me, the, uh, I thought that there were some really weird things about this movie. Like, I love Lara Layton, and I was very excited to see her back in Hallmark because she hasn't done a movie for a long time for Hallmark. But uh, she was the whole drama with her and her daughter was so weird. Like, who on what? earth? Is yeah, like, you're going to medical school. What's wrong with you? I'm so <laughs> yeah. disappointed with yeah. you. Hashtag bad choices. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, whoever 
which parent in the history of the world has ever come down on their daughter for switching their major from fine arts to pre-med? You follow your artistic dream. I don't care if you never make money. How can you be disappointed in that? Like, I am so confused. It was so weird. (laughs) That that whole sequence with the rain being stuck and the whole thing, I thought was pretty funny. And that's what I'm saying. I thought she brought the comedy that was there into something that probably another actress, like Felicia Shabari had been in this part because she's not a comedic actress. Like it wouldn't have been Uh -uh. as funny. No. No. I I will say, I did appreciate what Alicia brought to the role because she also did make it like when she was upset, I was upset. Like I, I just really believed her. I like, I got how upset she was about her parents' death. I understood how like bereft she felt about the fight she had with her mother. Like she poured a lot of herself into it. I just was upset that I didn't like this movie. Like I liked her and Mm -hmm. I didn't like almost anything else about it. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I also thought that her brother Daniel was very weird. Like I like, love Daniel. I thought you loved Daniel. I'm a Daniel defender. <laughs> like he all of his responses seemed like off. Like, are you in this movie or are I you like in another down. movie? Yeah, I wrote down that he was definitely the baby, and they both yeah. definitely treated him as such. They like did. they babied the crap out of him and you find out that he is the youngest and that they were doing all of this for him which in the end when they finally had that scene with just the siblings um, and they were sitting underneath the tree and he was like I really just wanted this to be perfect for mom and dad and they're like oh Daniel you don't have to hold this family together and I really I liked that but up until that point I was like what is the deal Daniel like get over yourself okay (laughs) well they just leave him out of the loop of everything he can't help it he's doing the best he can with limited information he can't handle it because he's the baby they gotta give him a chance they gotta give him a chance to be be a strong man (laughs) no i don't know he just always seemed kind of out of it yeah i don't know it was weird but yeah i can see you thought that he was a terrible actor he was like oh no don't like daniel at all he's bad and i was like Danny's point, my boy. So. Yeah. Danny, if you're out oh there, my you're God. My boy. <laughs> he but did I, screw up that one time uh, where he said, like, well, you look relaxed. I was like, oh, Daniel, no. <laughs> no, no. That's don't say that. Bad idea. Don't oh. ever say that to a woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how many crowns did you give this one, Mark? No, I'm gonna go 2.75. All right. It's an average, but not that much better <laughs> i give it three crowns i i have it at number 50 in my ranking so just okay. a tiny tiny bit ahead of pride and pride, pride prejudice and mistletoe which I had a 53 so Ugh. Ugh. yeah so how many crowns <laughs> do you get yes. uh i'd give it a week two week two out of week five two. good week two <laughs> i mean so what I'm glad about is that I watched Pride, Prejudice, and Mistletoe. Thought it was great. Really enjoyed it. Um, wasn't as uh, didn't give a, as much love as I as I ended up on this podcast because then the next day I watched this movie and I was like, ooh, that Lacey one way better. And then I watched Christmas Everlasting and I was like, well, I've just stopped. Amazing. I don't need to watch any more Hallmark <laughs> movies ever again. 
I have reached the pinnacle of Hallmark and I should quit while I'm ahead. So I'm really like, I think that because I watched them all together in the order that I did yeah. affected the ranking that I, I mean, gave it's definitely a, it's definitely oh, a flawed yeah, movie. So it's definitely a flawed yeah. movie. So yes. I understand. So, all right, well, let's talk about a shoe addicts Christmas. I was actually very excited for this movie because I have read the shoe addicts books and I found them delightful. This is probably the best of all of the books. And it was funny. It uh-huh. was, it, I mean, I love Christmas Carol and it's a wonderful life. And this was like kind of like a merging of the two in a way I felt like. And so I felt like it had a ton of potential. And then when I heard that uh Jean smart was going to be the guardian uh, angel i was like this is going to be amazing because she's an incredible actress uh yes. she can do it all mm-hmm. she can do comedy she's done designing women she's done so many great comedies she's done dramas she was so great on 24 and uh she's just incredible so i knew she would be amazing and then i love luke mcfarlane he is one of my favorite hallmark hunks he's great he was in a great one last year called the birthday wish which was really one of the best written uh that i think i've ever seen it was really good and uh, that one had jesse schramm in it it was really really quite good and he always is just great he was in a really good one last year called maggie's christmas miracle that was really good he's just super charming super great and of course candace camera beret she's the queen of hallmark this was just very exciting and so I was pumped for it. And I have to say for me, it did not disappoint. I thought this movie was great. Mm-hmm. I thought it was charming. I thought it was funny. I thought it had a nice heart to it. I just really enjoyed it. I liked the message. I thought they nailed it. I just really enjoyed it. So I don't know. What, what about you, Jess? I loved it. Yay. I So personally, I do not care for Candace Cameron Bure as a person. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that has kept me away from her Hallmark movies. I don't know how. Like, as I said, I was a recent Hallmark convert. (laughs) But how could I have missed all of the ones that she's been in? But I have. And I think Mm -hmm. it's because I was scared to, like, delve into her because I was afraid that my personal feelings would mar, like, the experience. But I watched this movie, and she is delightful this movie was fantastic i thought she looked great i thought she acted great i thought she had wonderful chemistry i loved everything about it i literally watched it about an hour before we started this podcast and because i couldn't face anymore yesterday i was like i watched (laughs) honeysuckle and then i watched christmas everlasting and i was on the fence about this when i was like oh no what if it's bad i can't end my night on a bad note so i waited until today and it made my night better i was just so i just loved it and i didn't read the books didn't know anything about it and i was totally shocked when she put the shoes on and went into the past and i was like this is great i want to watch all of it it was so good yeah Yeah. what about you mark i enjoyed it as well um i don't know if i enjoyed it as much as y'all did but i did Uh, i love gene smart she was the by far the best thing candace cameron was was good but Gene Smart's so good, and yeah. there. But I, she was almost like too good to where, like, when she wasn't on the script, uh-huh. I was kind of like, I "Wonder when Gene Smart's getting back." <laughs> yeah. no, That's fair. Yeah. I, I they kind of drug a little bit for me. I can see that. So basically, the story of this movie is you have Noelle that gets locked in her department store, and this is a job that she's basically settled for, and she she's just not someone who's taken risks in her life. And as she waits, she meets her guardian angel. And she, every time she tries on a different pair of shoes, she goes back to a moment of her life where she 
uh, didn't take a leap of faith and missed out on uh, on a opportunity that she could have had. And so that was sort of the main message of the movie is that, uh, you know, take those risks, take those leaps of faith, and you might get a Luke McFarlane <laughs> at the end of it. I don't know. At the end. <laughs> I would knock on every door if Luke McFarlane was on the other side of it. I would lock on every door of my past. I'd go back and relive all of it. So, so he's, yeah, because he's fireman Jake. And he lives next door to her and they get assigned to plan this Christmas gala. And uh, he wants to make it sort of more fun. She and her bosses are like, her bosses are like the worst. And they don't even want to have a snow machine that's like out of control for them. They're like, well, stop. That's then, not refined or tasteful yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so they, uh, they have, uh so she's trying to plan this party with jake and each kind of each kind of memory that she steps into i kind of like that she's not watching herself make these choices she's actually put in that spot again she and has to make the choices again which mm-hmm. i really liked i don't think i've ever seen a, this kind of story quite like that it was really good and right and and, and they they talk about how sort of each choice kind of she could have had an opportunity to get her closer to Jake, to get her closer to other good things in her life. She's, uh, she's put aside her photography. She's put aside her, uh, you know, all the other things because she doesn't want to take the risk. And I think that's a, that's a message that almost anyone can relate to. I think. Yeah. What yeah. I did. I love this movie. I loved everything about this movie. Like I said, I was dumbfounded when she stepped into the shoes and went back into the past. Yeah. I was just like, I wasn't, I didn't know that was going to happen. And then I really <laughs> enjoyed all of it, everything that yeah. happened. It was hard for me at first to understand why she was going back and reliving these moments and seeing what she could have had when she gets transported back to the present and she doesn't have that anymore. I was like, this seems almost needlessly cruel to like show her how her life could have turned out if only she'd made a different choice at that moment and like there's no way that you can guarantee that this choice is still going to get her to that same place and that's clearly the place that she wants to get to but as it progresses you see her get more and more into the idea that the the choices that she's made like yes they shaped her past but they're going to shape her future. Yeah. Like, so I appreciated like how it progressed that way. It was hard for me to watch it first, but yeah. I, I get where they were going with it. I can understand so. that. And cause each choice is getting her closer and closer to mm-hmm. making the changes as far as her work and also making the, making the changes with her dad. She ends up making that change, which I thought was really sweet. And then finally, mm-hmm. of course, making the changes so that she, uh that she ends up with luke and so that that was really really fun where she would have just kind of not really considered him not you know not made because at the beginning Uh she's she's like oh i won't go to dinner with you i'm just gonna stay home and and get ready or we can just plan tomorrow and and (laughs) she's like why didn't you go why didn't you go to dinner you know kind of a thing and by the end she's kind of learned to take those leaps and take those risks and and so that's really nice i think and and Mm -hmm. What about the whole brother Will thing? Did you, did you kind of when when you finally see no. who she's supposedly married to, and it's like Will? Was it like ah? 
Or- <laughs> yes, I was like, what is going on? I have no idea this guy is. Why is she taking pictures of him? I still have this question. If Will is a doctor, yeah, why, why would she, she take pictures picture? of him in a Santa hat? I'm still confused. <laughs> that but was weird. What I really did like about the final scene when you finally get to understand the relationship between Will and Jake is uh-huh. when he walks into the condo and says, honey, I'm home. And she goes, oh, you're honey, I'm home. And then Luke comes in after him. I was like, that is an adorable brother and sister-in-law relationship. Yeah, like, yeah. I loved it. I thought it was super cute. I'm glad that they kept it, like, going throughout the whole movie. Yeah. And she finally sees, like, what she couldn't see before. And yeah. I just really liked it. But it was know. kind of upsetting because it was like, oh, no, is that the, and then you realize, oh, no, it's, that's the brother. And there's the, she's saying that to the that's sister-in-law. The You're like, no, I want her to be with Jake. And, but I just. Well, she her. wanted to be with Jake. Yeah. So I was, I was confident in her and she did not disappoint. Yeah. So, there were so many. Were great. Her yeah. outfits were fantastic. She yeah. is adorable. Like, if I were her age and still single, like, that couldn't be possible. I don't care which city you live in, she would not be single at her age because she <laughs> is gorgeous. Yeah. And she does really well in those hats. I cannot pull those hats off with the little pom-poms on the top. She oh, looked yeah. She looked <laughs> so it. cute in those hats. You're right. Loved it. It's not a good look for me. <laughs> I generally don't Super look jealous. I don't look good in hats because my head is very large and uh like I'm really <laughs> large so it's hard to find a hat that will work for me but uh but anyway so I have I one know. hat there is one hat that I can wear and I wear it a lot so I don't know what I'm gonna do when yeah. it doesn't like fit anymore <laughs> it's just the one and that's it yeah. I don't know. And I, I just loved Jean Smart in this so much. It was so funny. Like when, oh, when she, she, she has hilarious. them, when she has them pull the, uh, the red the sleigh the, the, well the sleigh the sleigh scene was hilarious but also in the basement yes when, like you got oh, that twinkle in her it. eyes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like what lever <laughs> i really enjoyed when she forced them to bake cookies together like yeah. that was adorable <laughs> and it was a nice like switch on the cookie baking scene that we're used yeah. to because instead of yeah. throwing ingredients at each other they were just like decorating gingerbread cookies non-series original you know kind of things this is my favorite of the year this was so great i loved it and i think it might be candace Cameron's best movie uh the only one that's even close is uh one called christmas detour which is kind of a classic that she's in that's really good uh but um this is just great so i gave yeah two yeah my favorite christmas this and then road to christmas is my second favorite so of this Mm. season okay I loved that one. That was, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. So what, how many crowns do you give it, Jess? Uh, I give it four out of five crowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't, it does not match Everlasting Christmas to me, Christmas Everlasting, just because that one was so like crazy over the top well done. Like uh-huh. this was very well done for what it was, um, mm-hmm. which wasn't as emotional as that mm-hmm. one to me. Sure. But this one was super cute. I loved everything about it. I loved all the shoes. I loved the memories. I loved the choices that she made. And there was one point they had a snowball fight in this movie, oh, but yeah. it was Luke having a snowball fight with neighborhood children. Yeah. And she just like walked 
into it. I was like, this is adorable. Like, this is the best idea. Why have they not done this before? How could you not love him for interacting with the youths? Like, such a good idea. (laughs) So, definitely give it four out of five. So glad I watched it. And it made me appreciate Candice Cameron as a Hallmark queen, which I had not before. Um, and I'm glad that this is the movie that I dipped my toes in. Yeah. Check out Christmas Detour next. It's got a lot of tropes, but it executes them really well. But what about you? Well, uh, I love the tropes. Yeah. <laughs> what, you, what about you, Mark? What do you give it? Well, I don't know if I'm going higher than I thought I would or just went lower than I figured she would, but I'm also going four. I thought it was really good. You know, it, a little slow at times, but I, I really enjoyed it. It was really good. I'm I'm surprised how much I've liked the Cam- Candace Cameron movies. This is like the third one I've seen this year. Uh-huh. And I this, I haven't seen any before this year. So I was pleasantly surprised by everything I've seen so far. Yeah. I don't know yeah. which ones I've seen. I wasn't that crazy about her movie last year just because I thought the switch for Christmas because I thought it oh, yeah, was sort of boring. You're just watching these people plan parties because everyone knew that they were switched. And so it was just kind of, eh. yeah. I didn't really like it. Um, but she, yeah, she does. Does, does a pretty good job picking projects and her aurora tea garden series is a lot of fun if you like uh, detective shows they're pretty fun they're written by the same uh, person who did um uh the original books are written by the same person who wrote true true blood <laughs> okay yeah. oh interesting yeah. right. but obviously this is harm hallmark sized but it's really they're really hallmark, fun. Right. so check out aurora right. tea garden <laughs> really good right. but anyway so Sweet. she's great and uh yeah so that's that's it we did the four so uh which each give us sort of a rankings of these i have uh shoe addicts christmas at number one and then i have christmas everlasting at number two and then i have christmas honeysuckle lane at number three and pride prejudice and mistletoe at number four so what about you jess I have Christmas Everlasting at number one, possibly of all time. <laughs> it was so good. Um, I have uh, Shoe Addicts Christmas at number two. They're so different to me, like in yeah, different it is categories, hard. that they could both be their own number one. Like they were so yeah. good. Um, and then I have Pride, Prejudice, and Mistletoe. And then in a distant fourth, I have Christmas <laughs> Sunday Sickle Lane. <laughs> distant. Like, could be also on a different list. So. Okay. Good. What about you, Mark? Well, there's a reason we have a podcast together, because we have the exact same rankings. <laughs> Everlasting. Really? <laughs> yep. Shoe Addict. Pride and Prejudice and Honeysuckle. Very good. Okay. We're actually pretty close uh, in general. So got some rankings from our listeners. Uh, We have Laura and Marie. She has Shoe Addicts Christmas at one, Christmas Everlasting at two, Pride Prejudice Mistletoe at three, Christmas on Honeysuckle Lane at four, Nadia Alvarado Barrios. (laughs) She's very cute. She has I love, she has one I, two love, three them, four all. <laughs> she says, she, I, I like following her on Twitter. She is cute. She is so cute. <laughs> I can't pick. It's Lacey Candace, Alicia, and then Tatiana Lee, Merritt Patterson, Brit, uh, Brittany Bristow. Oh, that's from the, the Palace movie. But, uh, but yeah, so she loves her Queens of Hallmark, as we all do. I uh, <laughs> so casey says i haven't watched honeysuckle yet but i really enjoyed the other three for all different reasons if i had to rank christmas everlasting shoe addicts and pride and prejudice 
Uh, Michelle Benson says, <laughs> she says shoe addicts uh, is five crowns, perfect balance of romance and humor, Christmas everlasting, two and a half. I think I built this up Ooh. too much because the Hall of Fame, it's a Hall of Fame one. I found mm. the trio of friends really off putting, very rude and pushy. <laughs> so she's kind of in my camp there. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> Christmas well, night cycle eight. They don't, they don't appeal to yeah. everyone. So. They, yeah, maybe I, if I had been thinking about approach them that way <laughs> uh, and then she has i Christmas swear that's exactly how they came off she has honeysuckle lane at three and I, I would hope that the covens of witches are nicer than that like i have faith in the wiccan sisters that they're not so mean <laughs> like come on well i tell you what though like they grow and they change as people like that is what their their witchhood does to them so. Okay, good. I was putting uh, words in everyone's mouth. Please <laughs> at me on Twitter. With well, me. you'll agree with Rosa G. Bella. She says Christmas Everlasting, Shoe Addicts Christmas, Pride and Prejudice, and Christmas in High School ain't so bad. I stopped watching it. It returned. Perfect. I just couldn't enjoy it. Love Alicia, but everything was off from her hair, blue nail polish, and attitude. Oh, I did like her hair. Rough. I did like her hair, but the rest agreed. Yeah. So there uh she then let's see mrs reed 101 just says hmm all three crowns except shoe addicts for christmas that one is four uh for luke mcfarland so she's kind of man all of them so there you go that's our listeners so please let us know what you thought of all of these movies uh this has been so much fun i have had a delight talking with you guys and uh, it always is we'll definitely have to do it again and so why don't you tell people how they can, if you have social media or just how they can find your podcast. Uh, we're at Hallmark and Jess on Twitter and at Hallmark and Jess on Instagram also. And you can email us Hallmark and Jess at gmail.com. Facebook. We got that. Hallmark and Jess is out there somewhere. And we got everything and we <laughs> release episodes on Wednesdays. We're competing ex- right up against you. <laughs> you know take it on the titans that's what that's okay we we, there's room for all who want to podcast about hallmark (laughs) so rachel and amber have been super gracious and have been promoting us for a long time now and Mm -hmm. we really appreciate it um the fact that they think that there is space for everyone uh (laughs) it's been really great for us and we love it so yeah, well feelings mutual so make sure you're following hallmark and jess and make sure you're following us at hallmarkies podcast all over social media follow me at rachel's reviews on itunes and on youtube so make sure to do that next weekend we are going to be treated with christmas wonderland mingle all the way that's our jen lily movie and that one has huge potential we're really excited the cast is so good so very excited about that one and then Sunday, we have Majestic Christmas uh, and Once Upon a Christmas Miracle. So that one's going to be interesting because it has the daughter in um, Friday Night Lights, but she's like a grown woman. Oh, Julie? Yeah. And so it's going to be like hard for me to like see her as this grown grown person, which is totally unfair, but it, it is true. Uh, but anyway. Well, so- yeah, she was a real brat on that show, so... <laughs> so anyway so that's coming up uh we're excited and uh so make sure you're following the podcast all over and uh yeah thanks so much for coming on the show and uh we'll have to get together we'll have to get together soon we're gonna talk fast and furious one of these days one day (laughs) 
<laughs> one one day. Day. We wait. have so much to say. You don't even know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Great. Well, thanks so much. And we will talk again soon. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.